0: Hi everyone, my name is Jerry Galindo from the FYE podcast team and I'm joined by my fantastic co-host today, Natasha, uh, which I believe this is not your first time, right, on the podcast? It's
1: not my first time, but I haven't been on the podcast since last semester, so it has been a while.
0: (laughs) Nice. Mm -hmm. We're happy to have you back and as always, I'm also joined by Gerson, of course, and we're um welcomed by a very special guest today, all the way from the learning center. We have uh, Mr. Julio Mireles, I believe.
2: Yes, yes, that's right. Um, thank Our, you so much for for inviting me.
0: Of course, yeah. Um, want to give us a little like backstory on like how you came to UTRGV and uh, what the learning center offers overall to students.
2: Sure, sure. Um, I, I actually have a very interesting little story of how I came to the UTRGV. Um. I've been here since the beginning the, of not the beginning, but uh, since uh, it was called UTB TSC, which is way back when um, I, I was there towards the end of that. Um, so I was actually a student there. And when I was a junior, um, I wasn't looking for work or anything, but I got an email saying, hey, you were recommended for this uh, as a, as a writing tutor. Would you be interested in applying? And I was like, all right, sure. I'll go ahead and do that. Um, not really thinking anything of it, but just like, sure, I'll, I'll try it. Um, I got, so I did the interview, I got the job, and then I've been working there ever since in a v- variety of different positions um, at the learning center. So I started off as a writing tutor, and then um, they've given me opportunities to do different things. So for a while, I was a program coordinator um, with a big program called uh, uh, Link to Success. So that was a big program. And then for a while, I was actually located at uh, TSE. Uh, which, uh, Texas sophomore college I was employed by UTRGV so but um, I was located at TSC, so I did that for two years um, he- heading up a, a program there um, and then I came back I was actually back on campus uh, kind of helping out with a couple of different things and uh, eventually I was I, I got a job at the learning center working as a, a program specialist so uh i'm now program specialist here at the learning center for the liberal arts and business lab so i uh basically i help take care of the bronzo lab uh for uh liberal arts and business so anything that liberal arts business and foreign languages so we take care of anything that relates to those services for for tutoring so
0: that's yeah that,
2: that's kind of how i i came to it and mm-hmm. the second question was relating to uh what the learning Center what the learning center does right mm-hmm. yeah so basically, um, I like to describe what the learning center uh, does as um, what the learning center does. Our main goal is to not necessarily just give students answers. People tend to think of our our services as, uh, as or the idea of tutoring as, oh yeah, I, I come, I sit down, I ask you a question, you give me the answer, and then that's it. Right? They tend to think of it that way. Um, So sometimes when when they come in, they're a little bit disappointed when they find out how it actually works. Um, But if they stick with it, they they find that it's much more beneficial for them. Um, The way that we describe it is we're there to give you the tools uh, to become better learners. So we're gonna help you figure out um, what it is that you're missing. Um, Let's say you come in for math um, and you're struggling with a particular, uh, let's say formula, right? or a, a particular problem that you, for some reason, you can't figure it out. We're gonna work with you to figure out why it, why you're getting stuck, identify the, the problem for that so that next time you get stuck, um, you're gonna avoid that problem with, uh, you're, you're gonna avoid um, getting stuck, right? Mm-hmm. So we're kind of giving you the tools to be able to identify what is um, stopping you, in other words, right? Right. So more so uh, like helping you understand the whole thing yeah exactly exactly so Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that you understand the whole thing as opposed to just giving you the answer for one small part of it right so that's that's the big thing Um, so we cover a variety of different services obviously like i said uh, we cover liberal arts business and uh, foreign languages but we also cover uh, the math and science as well Uh, so we cover a variety of different uh, courses and stuff like that and we don't just do it um, in the in the labs we also offer it uh, in the classroom. So we have what are called uh, PLTO. Um, we have what's called supplemental instruction. That's called uh, SI. We also have uh, performance-based uh, supplemental instruction. So we are in the classrooms as well. We also have embedded, uh, where students are in the classroom and they help out students um, based on on the on the professor's uh, yeah. uh, instructions. Right. So we do a variety of different things. Um, involved with the students because we want to make sure that students are being helped um, in every way possible. And when you're enrolling a student in one of those class, do you, classes, do you know that it's like an embedded class or how do you look for those? Um, for 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 example, if it is a required course, um, if it's going to be, uh, you are notified if it's going to have a, a course attached to it. For example, for PLTL, you will know that there's something attached to it. Outside of the of the classroom, right? um So let's say you have your normal chemistry mm-hmm. uh, course. Um, if you have a uh, a session with the PLTL leaders, um you will be notified. Like, hey, this is your lecture, and then if you, if you look at the schedule, say this is your lecture and this is your uh, session time, your PLTL session time. So oh, okay. it'll, it'll it'll show on there. Um, for supplemental instruction, um, we offer a variety of times for. Uh, Supplemental instruction is voluntary, for example, so you don't have to come in. Um, So if you don't want to, you you don't have to. Performance-based, you are given different options to come in. Um, So again, it's not like you're, uh, and if you can't come in, we do do work with you, right? Um, And this is just for select courses, right? So um, if you look at the syllabus for performance-based, for example, it'll tell you like, um, this is uh, you are required to attend SI or uh, performance-based sessions, you know, so many uh, number of times before the end of the semester or before um, uh, the first test or whatever. That's you'll be you'll be notified beforehand. Uh, so that's usually how it's done with that.
0: Where uh, I guess like um, one of my questions is where could a student go to begin to seek out like these like this help? Like where where like what resources would they need to go to?
2: Yeah, that's a good question, especially with the, with the pandemic and everything. Normally, I would recommend that that you come to our locations. Um, we are located in the Brownsville and Edinburgh campuses, uh, but because of uh, you know the, the the pandemic, the COVID situation, um, we are offering our services online. The easiest way that that, that I recommend that all students um, find out about our services, um, look at our schedules. To see if we do offer um, a particular course that they're looking for help in is they they go to our website, so our website um, is typically found um, on the UTRGV website it's uh, UTRGV.edu slash tutoring. If you go to our website there you'll be able to find our schedules you'll be able to find links to the the, to our labs our online labs they are uh, they are on blackboard collaborate. Um, so there will be links for the different labs, for the math, for the science, and for the liberal arts, business, and, and foreign languages labs. So they'll, they'll be located on there. And if you are interested, for example, in uh, in person, we do offer that as well. But again, because of the of the of, of the COVID situation, um, that is a little bit more limited. So we just ask that you, uh, uh, yeah, we just ask that you look at the schedule to see if um, it it fits your schedule, right? because um they they are here but because we can't have st- all the tutors here at the same time um you know we we don't want to you know uh have too many people here at the same time um they're they're segmented so they come in we only have a certain number of tutors at a certain time um so it's a little bit more limited uh but that that schedule is also available online and if the schedule doesn't work with you you're more than welcome to email us um uh so email our our email, I guess <laughs> you can email us uh, and our email is uh learning center. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Learning center at UCHRGV.edu. Um, just send us a quick email to say, Hey, uh, I need help with this particular subject or, or this particular course. Is there anyone that can help me? And usually, um, we, we send it off to the correct, uh, supervisor, the supervisor to see if that there is someone available.
1: And what can students expect when they do make an appointment with a tutor? Like, how can they prepare for their tutoring session?
2: Yes, that's that's a very good question. Um, In person and online are pretty much the same. Um, Make sure that you that you have your your documents. right. Make sure that if if you are working with a particular um, your your worksheets or whatever, make sure that you have that ready. just have your your material ready if you are coming in in person obviously make sure that you bring in your mask make sure that you are you know prepared that way make sure that you're not sick you know or feeling sick Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing um in terms of that it's just the the biggest thing that we recommend is just be prepared with questions um just know what you're going to ask if you can i know sometimes for example um when i would come into the math lab i wouldn't have specific questions because i would just be stuck in general right like hey right. i don't know how to do this right sometimes you're so
0: lost that you don't even know what to ask
2: yeah exactly exactly i'm like this whole thing show me right <laughs> um so sometimes it's it's hard right but um if you can at least have like for example if you're coming in for a particular uh like college algebra or whatever have at least a couple of sample problems to, to so that they can work with you about, uh, uh on them right um, so they can see how you work, and maybe they can identify where it is that you're having problems. And it's the same thing with online. Um, with online, they can still you can still share your documents. Um, it, it it can still be, it can still be visual. Um, it's not mandatory; like you don't have to have your camera on, but you can still share your documents. Um, so the way that we typically recommend it is once you get in contact with the with the uh, with the tutor. Um, they can, you can give them, you can give them your email. No, they they, they can give, they can give you their, their email. Yeah, they can give you their email um, and you can send them the documents and then they'll upload it to the screen so you can go over it together, for example. Um, you can also just like, if you have like a little camera that you can move around, you can do that as well. But it's easier if um, it's just like a static image because that way they can they can write on it. And they can kind of go over it with you. So there's yeah, it's it's flexible. There there are ways that we can do it with you. And they can they also have like a digital whiteboard that they can kind of draw on if, mm-hmm. if that's necessary.
0: And I was gonna ask, so how long do these sessions like normally last?
2: Um, these sessions, the the tutoring sessions, the one on one tutoring sessions, they can go anywhere from I wanna say from like maybe like ten minutes to thirty minutes. Um, they can go on longer, but it really just depends on how many students are there at a particular time Mm -hmm. um there are some times where especially like um pre-pandemic um for the for the larger subjects if you were there with a a math tutor or a science tutor and they had a large group of students they would only be able to work with you for about 30 minutes and then they have to move on to make sure that every student is serviced um so i'm not sure uh how it is now but I would imagine that it's very similar to, to the same thing. If there's more than one student that they're working with, they probably have a limited amount of time before they need to move on. So I would say anywhere from maybe around fifteen to
0: thirty minutes. Does the learning center do any kind of? Um, I, I know you all like are pretty active on social media. I, I see that you all did a um, like a workshop just a couple of days ago. So do you want to like elaborate more on what like kind of online sessions the learning center does?
2: Oh yes. Um, we, we typically, we're very active with workshops and stuff like that. Um, one of the challenges that we always have is getting people to come in. Um, and again, th- that's not anyone's fault. It's just hard to, to get the word out about those kind of services. Um, we're so uh, inundated with information um, just about things that are going on on campus that it's hard to um, really focus in on one thing. Uh, but we do have workshops uh, for our, uh, right now we're uh, focusing on a series of workshops that our peer coaches are doing um so we're doing some on uh test taking if i remember correctly uh dealing with the pandemic uh like you know dealing with uh, your classes in the middle of a pandemic how do you how do you handle that um and let me see because i have my um so yeah so uh let me see yeah so the, the we are doing one this february 26th i don't know when the podcast is going to come up come up but we are doing one on how to survive your first uh year of college so that's 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 a pretty big one that, that we're doing um and that really does apply to to your uh, audience the first year mm-hmm. uh so we have a lot of tips and tricks for like how do you how do you handle the, the first year um and I know this year or especially with the pandemic going on it's there's an, another added layer of difficulty with dealing with that because um it's, it's difficult already making the transition from high school to college, but then you add on to the fact that it's not just making that transition, it's also um, adjusting to the fact that everything is online. There's mm-hmm. limited uh, interactions with students, with fellow students, and limited interactions with the professors. And a lot of it is you're on your own, right? It feels like, like you're on your own. There are services available, but it feels like you're on your own a lot. Um, and there's limited guidance, so there is that added level of like, okay, uh, basically it feels like you're kind of going on hard mode, right? <laughs> like, okay, uh, this is a little bit, uh, like, where am I? Where is the where is the what do you call it? The, uh, the the safety thing where you fall. Net. Huh?
0: Safety net,
2: yeah. Where's the safety net, right? Because I, I feel like there should be a safety net, right? But uh, it's hard mode, so there is no safety net, right? So, uh, so well, it feels like it, right? But there, there is, there is a safety net. It's just harder to see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of address a lot of those things. Is like, how do you, how do you handle that? Um, and we just kind of remind you um, the resources that are available still. How do you use them, and why they're important. So one of the big things, obviously, is remembering to use the Learning Center, right? It's still available. It's still there. It might not be in, in the way that you're accustomed to, but we are still available. Um, and we are you know, still more than willing to help you um, in any way that we can to make sure that, that you, you do succeed. And if there are technical issues with you know, your camera, with your internet, again, um, we are always willing to kind of work with you. Um, we're not very, we're not super strict on like, oh, you only have to use this one thing. And if it doesn't work, then that's it, right? We will work with you. For example, sometimes um, there are problems with mics. I've seen it countless times already where um, people have their headphones on as the mic and it doesn't work, right? Um, mm-hmm. If for whatever reason that happens, um, one of the cool things with Blackboard Collaborate is you can use your phone. So we'll show you how to do that. And then you, you can use your phone as the mic. Um, so there are things like that where um it's it's flexible, so um don't be afraid to kind of uh come in um and you know just get the help that that you need uh so that's one of the presentations that we're doing uh, we also have uh, a series of other ones I just need to pull it up oh. I can't find it. but, um yeah, so we are doing one on <laughs> test taking time management. that's that's another one. test taking time management., well, that's interesting mm-hmm. Yeah, and something else. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah I do recommend that you that you visit our website because that's where we're posted the flyers, uh, and that's where the that's where the the links will will be available. Um, it's just gonna be one flyer, so it will it'll show the the remaining three uh, workshops that we're doing in March. Um, so just take our website. And it'll probably also be up on our on the Facebook page, on our Facebook page for the for the Learning Center, and also for our, our Instagram, and also the uh, FYE page. Um, it'll probably be up there as well, um, because we, mm-hmm. we work them pretty closely to advertise our services, our workshops and stuff like that.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. This week we were um, we were advert we were posting some, we were sharing um, some of the uh, posts that you all were doing, especially the time management one. Uh, I believe that one was on Wednesday, just come this past Wednesday. So, mm-hmm. um, that's like really. I feel like, for time management specifically for an online for like an online only semester is so important because there's a lot yeah. of self discipline that goes into it. So, um, you yeah, I think y'all are. We always talk about resources that students might not know we're there. And like, they just feel like there's no safety net, like you said, for those kinds of students. But I think the learning center definitely and like let's everyone like just take a deep breath, know that they're not alone, yeah. know that there's a dozen other students in the same predicament as them. And some of us just need that supplemental instruction to, you know, keep us going.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and really that, that's what it is. It's, it's scary sometimes like taking that step forward um, and sometimes we, we have, like, a mental block. Like, I, I still have it sometimes. It's just, like, I know what I need to do. And this happens to me sometimes at work, right? Like, I know what I need to do, but let me just do this other thing instead. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it's it's not, like, a, it's not a negative thing. It just it just is what it is, right? But sometimes we just kind of have to force ourselves to, to take that positive step forward and just do it, right? Uh, sometimes it's just a matter of, hey, let me just look up the website, see what the services are, um, and then, or just ask the question like, Hey, I'm, I'm talking to someone that, um, maybe for example, our workshop on Friday, maybe I can just pop in uh, real quick and just ask a question and then, you know, just get that out of the way. And then I can pop back out. Mm-hmm. Something sometimes yeah. it's just as simple as that. And you'll, you'll find that it kind of switches something in, in your head. Like, oh yeah, okay, cool. So now I know what I need to do. I need to do a series of things in order for me to be able to succeed. Right. So it's, yeah. it's that first step like with anything right um i sometimes i compare it to uh to working out also right um it's it's consistency you have to be consistent with what you're doing in order for it to for really to take hold so if you're going to go to tutoring you have to go more than once right you can't just lift weights once and then expect you know to get checked right that's that's just not the way it's gonna work right mm-hmm. uh so it's, it's the same thing with anything if you want to succeed um academically it's not just a matter of of you know reading a, a book right and expecting that to kind of equal to getting A's, right it's consistency it's doing the work right it's doing those reps in this case they're mental reps right <laughs> so it's it's just like the it's just like it with anything right you just gotta um adjust and um, there are, there are going to be certain points where your strategies aren't as effective anymore. That's another thing that, uh, that, we, that we notice sometimes, right? Um, we, come into, we come in from high school to college with certain strategies that we've used that are, have worked for us. And you know, so I'm going to do it now again. A common one is repetition, right? Like I'm going to um, write down what's on the PowerPoint um, on a piece of paper, and I'm gonna keep writing it down until I remember it, right? But again, that can only take us so far, right? Yeah. So if I uh, if I ex- stretch that that working out metaphor even further, uh, you can't just keep doing the the same reps, same weights, and expecting the same results, right? you, you it's at a certain point, it's uh, you're not gonna get results anymore, right? It's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're gonna have to change your strategy. How can I push myself further to um, to get better growth, right? In this case, mental growth, right? <laughs> How can I do yeah. that, right? Uh, where did I help you do that? Where did I kind of ask you questions to get you to to get you there? Um, to get to, to give you the tools to give you the strategies to uh, you know, get that bulk, right? Get that mental strength going right? So, I, I think I stretched that metaphor for far yeah. enough right <laughs> yeah.
1: Honestly, it made me realize, because for me, I feel like my classes are getting harder, but it's not that they're getting harder. I feel like it's just the techniques that I've been using to study um, probably aren't as effective anymore. And yeah. like, once you said that, like, my face was like, oh my god,
2: <laughs> I get you. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes is that. And... In- um to be to be a little bit kinder to yourself and sometimes the classes are getting a little bit more difficult but it's also being aware of are my strategies not working anymore right that's that's also something to be aware of so like like you had that little light bulb moment of like oh maybe i need to change some things right
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i guess this is like the million dollar question but what are like the most fundamental easy tips that you recommend to students that just are really scared about their finals like moving like later this semester. Like what basic tips can you offer like a student that um just wants to know, like how they can improve being prepared for their finals? Yeah, that's that's that's
2: a very good question. Um, the biggest thing I think is just be prepared. Uh, don't don't wait till the last minute is a big one um oftentimes we um we we take things kind of in piecemeal we like uh we like to get by so for example um if we're doing well on our like uh discussion questions um we tend to take that as me i'm I'm doing okay but we also need to examine how are you doing on your, your tests um and we don't want to be too hard on ourselves we want to look at not just the grade, but also, are you making progress? Even if you're not necessarily happy with, oh, you know, I didn't get the grade that I wanted, but you also want to ask yourself, "Um, am I making any progress at all? Because if you're not making any progress at all, then that's where you kind of want to say, "Um, I need to change my strategies, right? Where, Where can I, let me look back at what I'm doing to see where I can change. And let me see if that, if changing those strategies is going to lead to a better outcome before you get to the finals because if you can do that before you get to the finals then you'll be in a more comfortable place right um so i i definitely recommend that like adjust your strategy before you get to the finals that way you have a better hold of the content right and the other thing that i would um, recommend is just go to the labs just go to our tweeting labs um, more often um, before finals don't wait till the last minute because oftentimes, again, you'll find that there's so much content that, that you need to kind of cover that there's just not enough time, right? So um, I recommend that you kind of identify where it is that you're kind of falling behind a little bit. And you know, just spend some time kind of going to the lab and asking questions. That's, that's kind of what the other big thing is just um, ask questions. Ask questions to, to professors. Professors, I think, I find are uh, underused resource. Um, a lot of professors are very, very happy to help you. Um, and it also helps you in it gives you it's sometimes we don't realize this it's an added benefit if you make yourself known to the professor because if yeah. you kind of make him make them remember who you are, they're more likely to want to help you out later, right? If you wait to the last minute and uh, you know something goes wrong at the last minute and have they haven't heard from you all semester they're less likely to be less lenient with you if you know they only hear from you when all of a sudden there's a problem right mm-hmm. so you want to ask them questions all throughout the semester so they know your name they know that you've been trying that gives you a greater edge uh, than someone who you know is only there when they want to just tell them like hey um hey i, I have a 67 Um, can you give me three points and they've never talked to that professor before they've never made the effort to 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 really uh ask any questions beforehand uh so why is the professor going to want to work with you if you haven't shown that you've made the effort right so those are some things that i recommend because those are things those are some things that i've seen work and they're not necessarily tied into finals specifically but they are things that are tied towards your classes <laughs> uh so definitely uh, do that make contact with the professors make yourself known um, and if you finals the big thing is spread out your spread out your, your studying spread it spread it out don't do um don't try to do it all the night before i know i've heard it countless times <laughs> where they'll say students will say Oh yeah, I, well, but that's how I do my best learning, right? I do my best learning the night before, and that's how I always pass, right? I've heard it a lot of times, right? And maybe maybe you do pass, but um, my first question would be, how much of that information do you actually retain um, in the long mm-hmm. run, and then how much of that grade could that grade have been better if you had given yourself more time to really understand the the material right because oh great you know it's great that you passed, but it was that 72 could that 72 have been better if you had given yourself two weeks instead of. Maybe two days right. Um, So give yourself more time break down the material that's going to be covered in the final into chunks. Um, we, uh, we often call it chunking, right? Um, so that way you don't you don't overwhelm yourself. So if you're doing a history course, for example, um, and you're covering chapters two through keep it simple two two to to ten, right? You don't want to read chapters two to ten the night before, right? Um, so give yourself a couple of days, maybe a week or two, and just say, okay, chapter two. I'm going to break it down into a nightline, and I'm going to give myself two days to do that. Right? That way you're reviewing them with the content, you're giving yourself time to look it over again, and you're also summarizing it um, as you're reading it and you're writing it down, right? So that, that goes back to that repetition, but you're doing it in a better, more, uh, I guess, higher level thinking way than you would have before, which is just writing down what's in the book or highlighting everything, right? Um, yeah. So stuff like that. Uh, with math, it's the same thing so if you're expected to cover you know all these uh concepts give yourself time to go over each of these concepts so on one day you want to go over uh what do they call it quadrilateral quadrilateral yeah i think that's what it's called uh you mm-hmm. want to give yourself maybe one or two days to make sure that you have that stuff down that you can do the problems without getting uh, too stuck right and if you do get stuck Guess what? You have time to go to the to go to the lab, to ask your professor, hey, I'm getting stuck here. I, I don't know why this is the way that it is. Right. That gives you more time to kind of flesh everything out. So that's my biggest thing for finals is give yourself time to ask questions. Give yourself time to really get in depth. That way you don't get surprised when you're in finals and the questions aren't what you expected. Because oftentimes, mm. uh, you're gonna find that, uh, and I'm sure you guys have heard this before, right? Uh, maybe not on finals, uh, but I, I have heard this with like tests, right? Uh, it's not fair because what was on the test is not what what the professor went over. You guys heard that before? Yeah, <laughs> I've said it before.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And
2: and maybe sometimes it's true. Maybe it's just out of left field but what i've realized as i was talking to these students um is that i've i've realized that when they say that what that means and they don't realize it is that they've explored the content in a very particular way um, in a very narrow way so they're going over what the professor went over they're going over what the powerpoint went over and the unstated goal what the professor wants you to do he's he's not going to hold your hand or i don't want to say he they're not going to hold your hand and tell you this but you need to read the book you need to ask yourself questions beyond what's going on on the lecture the lecture is just an abbreviated version of of what's uh of what's expected of you Mm -hmm. so again it's like uh he's just giving you they're just giving you the tools it's up to you to take what they've covered the broad outlines of it and then flesh out it's up to you to flesh out the details so when people say um, it's not fair, what they really mean is uh what it really means is that they've missed a whole nother uh level of of the content they've missed a whole nother level. Have you guys heard of the iceberg of the iceberg uh like the yeah. uh, Right, so it's like this. This is the top, and there's like, oh yeah. So uh, these are the basic things, right? And then at the bottom, underneath the water, is all these other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that's basically what a classroom is. A lot of these times, is this is the stuff that they're going to show you, and then all the stuff that's on the water, it's up to you to find, right? Mm. Um, so that's what it is, right? Uh, so yeah, I forgot what I was trying to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's sometimes stuff is unstated, but it, you know, if we all work together, if we ask for help, we can we can do better. We, we can do better in, the, in these classes, so, and that's what the yeah. learning center is there for. And you know, I'm I'm really glad that you guys are, are here to kind of help these students out to kind of um, give them a helping hand because when I was there the first year, you know, I was lucky because. Um, I kind of knew what, what to expect, but uh, you know sometimes uh, uh, people don't have it so easy. So it's good that that um, it's good to remind students about the resources that are available.
0: Yeah. Does anyone else have any other questions? Mm-mm.
1: No. No. I've been really informative, Mr. Meadows.
2: Thank you
0: yeah i'm like i'm speechless i think i think overall um i think students coming in especially uh this spring and next fall uh hopefully mm, it could be more half and half online and in person and hopefully Hopefully. um, more students take advantage of uh, the learning center's resources and once again that's at utrgv learning center across facebook uh, twitter and instagram and of course utrgv.edu slash tutoring um and hopefully uh if you're in any of uh if you're in any need for any supplemental instruction you can go there and of course um, also email uh you could email the learning center at at utgv.edu. but overall i think we covered everything um mr julio mireles we're so uh thankful that you were able to join us today and uh, we hope to have you on uh, again when we come again for fall of next semester and more students um, are getting enrolled at UTRGV. But overall, thank you so much.
2: Yes, yes, and again, thank you for inviting me and thank you for inviting uh, the Learning Center in general. Uh, we're always happy to, you know, kind of spread the word. So thank you.
0: Of course, yeah, and we'll have everything um your workshops and your social media will have everything in the social in our in our descriptions of the podcast so students can get on there and we'll continue to of course share um the great workshops that you all are uh, hosting to students on our social media. so thank you once again okay awesome thank you